All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour on this Friday, 800-941-SEAN. If you want to be a part of the program, I, I got some good news today. Um, a friend of this program is Air Force Senior Master Sergeant uh, Israel Del Toro. We call him DT. And he's made an announcement he's running for Congress as someone he knows what war is all about. Um, and he is a former airman, and he's running to improve the lives of his fellow vets and this country and people with disabilities. He himself suffered catastrophic injuries during to his body during a, a 2005 deployment to Afghanistan when the Humvee he was riding in rolled over one of these IEDs, these roadside bombs, and he would go on to become the first 100% disabled airman to re-enlist in the military. He wrapped up an incredible 22-year career in 2019 with one last jump with the Wings of Blue uh, parachute team. And now he's now he's really going into a war, another war zone, which is uh, the swamp, the sewer, known as Washington, D.C. You know, if you would have called me, I would have told you, hell no, don't do it. <laughs> hey, John, how you doing? I'm good. By the way, I should well, tell people, you suffered severe burns on more than 80% of your body. You only had a 15% chance of survival, according to your doctors. And you not only survived, but you've accomplished a ton, and it's an honor to have you on the program and call you a friend. Uh, thanks, John. I appreciate that. Well, at least you don't know to be happy that I'm not going to swamp. I'm actually running for uh, a General Assembly uh, District House District 20 out here in Colorado. So I'm staying in here in Colorado. I'm not going to the swamp, so they don't have to worry about me out there. Well, that, listen, any any place where there's a politician, it's called a swamp. That's all there is to it, because there are always swamp creatures that live there. Same thing to me. What, so why are you doing this? Why? I mean, I, I admire you for making the choice. And, like, I'm friends with Dr. Oz, and, and I'm supporting his run. I know he's a strong, solid American first conservative, although, he's, you know, other people are challenging that. I know him better than other people. But I will tell you, I, I admire you doing it. I don't know why you're doing it. Now, Sean, what really pushed me to uh, run out here for Colorado for the House District was I literally saw how our so-called elected officials uh, in 2020, how they laid down a surrender. They just did not put up a fight. They didn't stand up for our individual freedom. They did not stand up for the small businesses. You know, they had to shut down, but yet big box stores were all open. You know, if you could go to church. But, hey, you can go get your, your weed and your alcohol. And don't get me wrong, I like my whiskey once in a while. But, you know, if I want to go, you know, talk to the man, you know, I, I want to go to church. And, and then the, the American Disability Act was just non-existent, where you had officials just saying a, a business can refuse you service, like, you know, for not wearing a mask, just like not wearing shoes and shirts. I was like, I'm sorry, I can put shoes and shirts on. I can't, you know, fix my inhalation burns and me breathing out of my mouth. So, I, I, if people could knew the the hell you went through, my, and I told you the story about my sister, the a nurse, and she for a long time worked in in a burn unit, and I mean, it just it just killed her because she would frequently you you know this from your own experience, you have to change the 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 dressings and every time you're peeling off the dressing of these these wounds that are just nothing but pain and wide open burns i mean 
even the toughest people are screaming in pain and agony, but you have to do it because if you don't keep it clean, then your risk of infection goes up and your risk of dying increases. And, and she did it for a long time because she knew that she was helping people to, to save their lives. And, and, and it's not like they weren't fighting. It's just that there's only so much pain anybody can take. Yeah, and it is. It's very painful. You know, uh, I remember, you know, going through some of my therapy and, you know, they just touched my hand and it felt like you were cutting me with razor blades because most people don't understand when you're severely burned, your skin becomes hypersensitive. Like you just can't. It, you uh, can't it's it's, it's every nerve ending. And then a lot of guys run into the problem. They take a lot of pain medicine. And at the end of the process, then they find themselves addicted to pain medicine through no fault of their own. Right. And, and that's the thing that, you know, I, I pride myself that I, I weeded myself off of that. And some guys ain't strong enough and they get addicted. And, and they well, I know you I know you helped them. Let me ask you this. Uh, what are your thoughts on what's going on in Ukraine? I, I'm following the Reagan doctrine, the Reagan model in Afghanistan with the Mujahideen, the freedom fighter Contras in, in, in Nicaragua. Uh, the, the Trump doctrine, if it comes to it, is to just level uh, anybody that that dares to mess with us, it should it come to that? Um, what are your thoughts? But I don't want one American boot on the ground in any foreign conflict anymore, ever, especially with the advancement of military technology. Well, honestly, I'm the same way. You know, I I'm not for putting our guys out there. You know, I got no problem that they're pushing out to Poland because if we don't learn from our mistakes, remember there is also a person back in 1939 that says, I'm only going to go stop at Poland. And we found out that person didn't stop there. He kept going, and none of us, you know, we took the person's word and didn't take any precautions, then, which ended up cost, you know, starting World War II. So, you know, having that preventive measures, the guys, you know, around there, just making sure that they don't, he doesn't cross into NATO. But I also think, you know, we should have given those uh, Ukrainians weapons a long time ago. We should have supported them a long time ago. You can think about it, how they're able to hold back the Russians with not even having that technology and not even having a no-fly zone is incredible. It's, it's the, the dedication and the heart that they have to continue to fight. But, but have putting guys out there for a conflict that doesn't involve us, that, you know, they're not, you know, they're a NATO nation, that's another story, but they're not a NATO nation. But helping oh. them with, you know, logistic-wise is, is the best that we can do. And then the Ukrainians have showed a willingness to to valiantly fight for them for their country, and I admire them for it. That's the way it should be. Um, last question: So you're running for this this position in the state legislature out in Colorado. Uh, if people want to know more about you and your campaign, how do they find out? Yeah, they can go on my website, which is electisraeldeltamorojr.com, and they can find there, you know, what I'm about. You know, a little bit of my, you know, my story, you know, what what motivates me and what is my moral compass? Because my moral compass is very simple. It's the last thing my dad told me before he passed the night prior is take care of your family. And I saw how these officials weren't taking care of my family, meaning my community. And God, faith, family, country. The good, good mottos to live by. Uh, we're going to put it, we'll link it to Hannity.com if people want to find out more about your incredible journey and story and heroism. Uh, it's an honor to call you a friend. Uh, we really appreciate you, DT. You're the man. Thanks, John, and thanks for having me on here. You know, you've always been a friend, and you always, you know, 
protect us, you know, service members stand up with us. And, you know, we well, now I'm protecting them, saying not one boot on the ground. I don't trust them ever. I'll never trust them again. <laughs> Vietnam, Afghanistan, Iraq. I'm not trusting these people. Use the sophisticated modern technology of modern warfare and push buttons in a air conditioned room in in Tampa, Florida, and with pinpoint pre precision, hit any target you want. And we better we better invest in more technology before the Chinese, the Russians, the Iranians do. But anyway, Del Toro, we love you. Thanks, man. Uh, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks, Sean, and thanks for uh, supporting me and uh, my role to be a representative for House District 20 out here in Colorado. Appreciate it. Uh, we go to Ohio. Mike is standing by. Mike, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Happy Friday to you. You too, Sean. Um, I, I just wanted to say that I, you know, I'd be all for supporting Ukraine with equipment, you know, financially, if we weren't $30 trillion in debt, you know, and I just, I, I don't understand this. Um, you know, when we, we face this reality of being $30 trillion in debt, yet we still maintain this reflex that we have to be the ones to bear the primary, you know, financial responsibility. Well, well let me ask like you this. a question. I, I'm sure you probably agree yeah. with me. Not one American boot on the ground, right? I'm, I think most Americans uh, agree, but yes, you also, on the yeah. other hand, you know, we have always taken on the role of, of being the world's leader and supporter of freedom. Uh, right, I use right. the Reagan Trump models, their doctrine to guide me because uh, they had the most successful foreign policies to me in, our, in, in, in the modern presidency. Um, I think Rand Paul had a good point, And I think Donald Trump had a good point. Donald Trump said they should have paid us back with oil, meaning Iraq. Uh, the right. same should be said of of Ukraine. Maybe they don't pay us now, but they should pay for the weaponry we're providing them. We can't afford it. But I think well, we should provide it because they're willing to fight this war. And I, I have a hard time standing back and, and ignoring dead children and dead women in the streets. I think you do, too. Right. But what about there are other creative solutions? For example, maybe we help arrange for Ukraine to borrow the money from a European bank or maybe the, the other 28 European NATO countries. We, we could work all that out. You know, we as the, look, the we can work all of this out. They sh the Ukrainians should know and assuming, look, I'm not even sure that Zelensky will survive this. Right. I think it's right. I think we're at a tipping point right now. They need the weapons. We can negotiate them paying us back later, uh, but we should pursue it. I still think we should pursue it with Iraq, if you want my fr frank opinion. And right. I think they should they should provide funding for every American soldier killed over there. Right. Um, well, but I, I but or, or there's a certain urgency. Elsewhere. There's a certain urgency that they they need this equipment yesterday because Joe Biden was sleeping when Putin was building up his troops and weaponry on on the east side, eastern coast of Ukraine. Right. I'm just saying we can come up with alternative ways of doing this than saying we're going to tack the more debt onto our grandchildren. You know. So. No. Listen, I'm I'm agreeing with you. They got to pay for it. Yeah. It doesn't have to be today, but that's when hopefully if, if they're insurgency, if they win, they will owe us that money. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Okay. All, All right, right, man. Appreciate you. it. Have a great weekend. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Uh, Stephen is in Georgia. Hey, Stephen, how are you? Glad you called. I'm, I'm doing great, Sean. How are you today? Thank you for taking my call. Thank you, sir. Uh, my question is, if, if Republicans are lucky enough to take over the, the House and Senate, regain the House and Senate in November, what impact does that have on uh, the Biden agenda? It goes stop it dead in its tracks. 
except for executive orders that Joe Biden will issue. So we got to win the presidency for, for Congress to do something about his executive orders, come back or. Listen, I, I, I look, I think there's a case to be made that, you know, if you don't follow the laws of the land and you pick and choose which laws you want to follow, you're not upholding the Constitution of the United States. And, you know, I'll look at the border as an example. Look, in, unless Republicans get the House, Senate and we win the presidency in 2024, we're not going to be able to reverse the damage he's done. Look, he ran out of COVID tests over Christmas, monoclonal antibodies after Christmas. He, he's, his border policies have been a disaster. 40-year high with inflation. His economic policies have been a disaster. We see what is the, the well, record prices of energy now because of his energy policies and his adherence to climate alarmist religious cultism. Um, and look what he did in Afghanistan. Look how slow he's been with Ukraine. Uh, I don't think he'll lift a finger if China takes Taiwan. And uh, now the world gets to see what a weakened America looks like. This this is what America last looks like. This is what socialism looks like. This is what New Green Deal radicalism looks like. Now, I hope people will be able to compare and contrast and conclude for themselves uh, this ain't working out too well. But anyway, I just have to run. I wish I had more time. 800-941-SEAN if you want to be a part of the program. Look. You've been hearing me talk about Hillsdale College. They have a goal to give away free copies of our Constitution, our Declaration of Independence, our founding documents. Their goal to give away one million copies this year alone. The response so far has been tremendous. Uh, but this offer for you, my listeners, is about to expire. So if you've not already done so, get your free copy. We've set up a special website sean for hillsdale.com that's s-e-a-n-f-o-r hillsdale.com now look every american should have their own copy of our constitution our declaration of independence these two founding documents have made america the greatest freest best most prosperous nation god ever gave man and these days with so much of our liberty under threat it is more critical than ever that we all read and reread and understand these documents and you can get your free copy. Go to SeanForHillsdale.com right now. Complete a simple form. You'll get your own copy through the mail. Again, everything's free. S-E-A-N-F-O-R Hillsdale.com. Hundred seventy-five stations all across America, and we can't thank you enough for being here every day to make that possible. You're on the Sean Hannity Show. Derek in Florida. Derek, we got a little over a minute. It's all yours. Glad you called. Happy Friday. Oh, happy Friday to you. An absolute honor to speak to you, sir. Honor is mine. What's on your mind? Yeah, I just wanted to uh, get your take on a, a thought that I've had here. Um, so, obviously, all of the things come into fruition with Hunter Biden's laptop and everything. Um, none of us are really surprised by. Um, so, if you play the history game and you go back to Chechnya with Clinton, then you have Crimea with Obama, and now we have Ukraine with Biden, would it be a bit of a far-fetched idea 
you know, for one to start thinking that there's some sort of, you know, deep, dark secret dealings actually with Russia from our own Democratic Party here in the United States. Listen, I, I think it was very telling that Putin put out his list this week. Um, Biden was on it. Hunter, zero experience. Hunter was on it. And Hillary Clinton was on it. My interpretation was we've got a lot of dirt on you. And you know what? It's almost time for me to unleash it, all of it. Uh, Hillary bought the dirty Russian dossier. Hunter made a fortune, millions for doing nothing with with the Russian oligarch, former first lady of Moscow. Um, do I think the Biden syndicate family is compromised as it relates to the money that they got from China and Kazakhstan and Russia and Ukraine and other countries? I absolutely do. Do I think if the last name were Trump, that there'd be a very different response, just like the laptop? If it was the last name Trump, there'd be a very different response. Yeah, I do. Our media is corrupt to the core. It is abusively corrupt and biased. And unfortunately, it clearly had an impact. Oh, this is Russian misinformation. They lied to us. They lie every day to us. They've got an agenda, and the agenda is all things anti-conservative. Anyway, good call. When we come back, David Perdue, he's running for governor, great state of Georgia, and your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. All right, 25 till the top of the hour on this Friday, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. You know, two pollsters, friends of this program that you know are on regularly, Matt Towery, Insider Advantage, and Robert Cahaley, Trafalgar, two of the most accurate pollsters that I know. Uh, they've been polling the race in terms of Herschel Walker running for Senate down in Georgia. They've been polling the governor's uh, primary uh, between Kemp and David Perdue. I've endorsed David Perdue in this race. I want him to win. Uh, I think he'd be a far better candidate to defeat Stacey Abrams. Um, but anyway, what's fascinating about this is in both these guys' polls. Now, remember, they nailed 2016. They they nailed 2020. And they also nailed the 2016, uh, I'm sorry, the 2020 Senate runoff uh, because a, a lot of people down in Georgia, Republicans were, were pissed off and, and angry, um, especially at the governor and the secretary of state. Long story short, what's what they both show in the current poll is that the majority of Republican primary voters do not know that Donald Trump is enthusiastically supporting David Perdue. Now, he's going down there a week from tomorrow. That's not this Saturday, but next Saturday. And he's holding a rally for David Perdue. But the fact that people didn't know that blew me away. Like half the people, half are Republican primary voters. Here's Donald Trump at his last rally uh, speaking on issues pertinent to everything. One of the most important lessons of the past two years is that to be a strong nation, America must also be a manufacturing nation. We have to bring back our manufacturing. We cannot count on China or any other country to give us our critical products. And we cannot have our vital supply chains. Whoever heard of this? You can't get anything. The stores are half empty. We have a supply chain. Nobody ever even talked about this. And this all came out of the stench of the Biden administration. Stretches all over the globe. Under a Republican Congress, we should pass historic legislation and powerful tariffs to bring our essential industries back home. The Biden energy crisis and the Ukraine crisis are glaring reminders that America cannot be strong abroad if we are not first strong at home. All right. Joining us now is gubernatorial candidate, Republican candidate uh, David Perdue is with us. How are you, sir? I'm great, Sean. Thanks for having me, man. 
You had a great segment just now, and that relates back to Georgia as well. President Trump is being vindicated on every front now, including, you know, the Hunter Biden debacle and the Durham report now is vindicating what President Trump said about Hillary Clinton all along with Russia. And now we see evidence of election fraud here in Georgia beginning to creep its way into the public domain. So he's being vindicated all the way around. I'm excited about his endorsement. I'm not too surprised, though. You know, we haven't, uh, in this race, not a lot of money's been spent. Kemp spent about a couple million dollars on negative advertising, and it really didn't have much impact. But we're working hard to get that uh, known out there. That's why this rally is important. That's why Trump is coming to Georgia next weekend. I was just down there this week with him in an event for us. So he's all in. Uh, this is going to be at the Banks County Dragway in Commerce, Georgia. It'll be a great venue. Many people have been to these before. And he's going to make them know what's at stake here. If you want a president, a Republican conservative president in 24, and you want to get the Senate majority back in 22, we got to win this governor's race. This governor's race is critical. That Senate race with Herschel also equally uh, pivotal. Um, and I've endorsed Herschel as well. And, and I think he'll be a great senator from the great from Georgia. Um, this race is important. And you're right. Donald Trump is proven right again and again and again. I mean, I've been playing tapes of him warning, you know, the country that, yeah, elect Joe Biden, you're going to be paying four, five, six, maybe seven dollars a gallon for gasoline. We keep hitting record high after record high. Uh, I, I played tapes of him lecturing uh, NATO allies and the head of NATO himself at a table saying how stupid they are. Number one, they don't pay their fair share. We pay the most in terms of dollar amount. But we're also paying the most as a percentage of GDP and Europe is not in our backyard. We're paying that money to protect our NATO allies from Russia. And then they're turning around countries like Germany and, you know, 40, 50 percent of their energy needs are imported from Russia. So they're making Putin and Russia rich again, which enables him to get involved in this invasion of Ukraine. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. And Trump's been warning about it for years. And here it is. You know, Sean, you've called this out before, um, but losing my seat uh, in the United States Senate gave the Democrats that 50-50 with the vice president majority. Had we won my Senate seat, and this is where the voting fraud issue becomes really a national issue. If we had kept that seat, we could have stopped this nonsense. We could have stopped Anwar from being shut down or the Keystone Pipeline from being shut or the, the uh, sanctions coming off of Russia. And those 13 soldiers would most probably still be alive. I just think this is what's so important uh, about Trump's potential second term is that we had uh, Putin on the run. I mean, those sanctions were really biting him. And what did Biden do? He let oil prices go up. And the biggest benefactor of that was uh, Vladimir Putin. Well, let me ask you this. And I think this is really, really important. Why is it? That with all the talk of, of solutions, the one thing that's not even discussed or on the table is America was energy independent when Joe Biden took office. We have all the oil, natural gas, coal we would ever need, and we could supply all of our allies, and it's good for national security, and it's good for job creation, and it would lower inflation, uh, and we'd be able to supply our allies with the energy they need so they're not beholden to Russia. Well, that was the Trump doctrine was to let's take advantage of what God has blessed us with here in the United States. We were truly energy independent. Not only that, we had enough natural gas that we could have met all of Europe's needs with regard to national, natural gas. Now what Biden wants to do is send U.S. dollars to Venezuela and Iran instead of North Dakota and Alaska. I and mean, this is nuts. And this is all you could see it coming uh, in the election in 2016. Remember the Green New Deal? They don't say much about that anymore, but this is the hypocrisy of the Democratic platform. Don Jr. was here last week, and he called it, this is not just Biden. This is the entire Democratic platform. 
our Democrat platform. And that's what we have at stake here in Georgia. If Stacey Abrams, and you call this out all the time, Sean, if she's governor here, they'll expand Medicaid. They'll take away insurance from people who have it at their employer now and very happy with it. This illegal invasion we have going on will only be exacerbated. She'll have a, a big haven here. And they, they have another word for these illegal immigrants coming in, John. They call them voters. And she wants no voter ID anywhere in sight. And that's part of, probably, I mean, that's part of what she perpetrated here in Georgia, actually, in 2020, now, from my view. Okay, so they did this stupid agreement. I believe it was Ratzenberger, this consent agreement with the Democratic Party, the Democratic uh, Congressional Campaign Committee, the Democratic Senatorial Campaign Committee. And they make this deal, and they had two separate standards for signature verification. All right, so more recently in the in the late, latest Georgia legislative session, they've tightened up their voter integrity measures except for signature verification. And I'm trying to figure out why did they not put that in when it's so critical to make sure if, if, if we're going to have elections, you got to have integrity so people have confidence in the outcome. What's so hard about that? It's not, Sean. It's just they're not paying attention to the details. And honestly, we've not had uh, voting law enforcement here in Georgia under Republicans now for a decade or so. I mean, when Brian Kemp was Secretary of State, we had the same level of rejections of uh, bad signature matches on absentee ballots as we had in 2020. As an example, in DeKalb County, only nine absentee ballots were rejected out of 136,000 absentee ballots. In Fulton County, only 10 out of 147,000. And the only reason that people didn't get upset back when Kemp was Secretary of State is that absentee ballots were only about 4 or 5% of the uh, vote. In 2020, it was 30%. And you can see that's where Stacey Abrams directed all of her energy was toward drop boxes, uh, how uh, voting buses could be used to, co- to collect votes, and all the things, the Zuckerberg money that could go straight to election boards, if you can believe that. I mean, this is the, our four top leading elected officials were all are all Republicans were all asleep at the switch when this was happening, and then have been in total denial since then. That's why I think the vindication of President Trump is so important here. It's being vindicated across a lot of different fronts, and this is one you see a movie being uh, uh, public or being uh, publicized a little bit right now. It's going to come out in April. Uh, D'Souza is talking about that, but you see this voter uh, uh, ballot harvesting, ballot trafficking videos that are showing up on social media. I've seen that evidence in May of last year. It's compelling, Sean. You know who else saw it in May of last year? Our governor. And they buried it. They have not done anything to investigate it. Well, do you think that's the first order of business? Um, All right. I just want to reinforce for people that you are going to be with Donald Trump. You have a big rally coming up and it's a week from this Saturday, um, which I think is pretty exciting. I know you've been out on the campaign trail with Don Jr., but it's going to be on the 26th, and Donald Trump is visiting the state of Georgia on your behalf. And where can people uh, sign up if they want to go, or if they have to sign up, or well, write down on the calendar? Very simple. Go to votepurdue.com, and they can get to access the information about how to get a ticket and uh, show up. So it's going to be a big night. I encourage everybody to come out. And the main message is that President Trump is going to say is that we've, we've got to overwhelm the system. It's not perfect, but we need to do what the people in Virginia did. We, we elected a Republican governor in Yunkin up there. All right, David Perdue, we're following this. Uh, you have my support, and I hope the people of the Republican Party of Georgia understands how high the stakes are here. Uh, appreciate you being with us. We're following your campaign. We'll have you back on soon. Uh, good luck at the rally in a week from tomorrow. Thank you, sir. Sean, your endorsement means the world, man. Thank you. I appreciate it. You bet. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. Jeff is in Maryland. Jeff, you're on the Sean Hannity Show. Thanks for checking in. Happy Friday. 
Happy Friday. Thanks for taking my call, Sean. Following up on uh, David Perdue and um, and a call and a conversation from earlier you had this week about the um, the bogus sanctions kind of going back and forth between Russia and the U.S. <clears throat> I view those differently. Um, I view those as nothing more than um, Trump Russia collusion 2.0. And let me explain. <clears throat> the left and Putin, they're masters at projection. Okay, and so. Let's face it, in 2020 and in 2016, the collusion was between the Democrats and Russia. And so now what this, what's happening is, is that they're going to say, well, why didn't Putin sanction Trump? He only sanctioned Biden, and he only sanctioned um, other Dems and Clinton. And so I see this as sort of you know, a seed that's going to be planted uh, leading up well, to I have a better question, though, because you're talking about the sanction list of Vladimir Putin. It had on zero experience Hunter, Joe Biden and Hillary Clinton, but not Donald Trump. But add one thing to the equation. Uh, now, the annex Crimea, Putin did in 2014. That was Obama and Biden. Uh, the four years of Trump, he didn't lift a finger to sanction it to annex anything. He didn't invade Ukraine when Donald Trump was president. Uh, Donald Trump isn't on the list, uh, maybe because he was sending a message that he has compromising materials, uh, to quote uh, the great call of Adam Schiff, uh, against these other people, and maybe that was the message he was sending. You know, Hillary said, oh, it's a lifetime achievement award. Uh, if anybody's been friendly and colluding, if you will, with Russia, she paid for the Russian disinformation dossier that is totally debunked. Absolutely. That literally hurt this country for nearly four years. Absolutely, and yes, yeah, so it's that's the nail on the head. It, it is, it is. They are masters of projection and deception. That this is what they do. The left and murderous dictators are are perfect at this. They're in bed together. They're propagandists. They're liars. And and the sad Absolutely. reality is, is when we have weak presidents, and and it doesn't get any weaker than Joe Biden by far. I mean, in in the the modern era, and that would include Jimmy Carter, America's never had a weaker president. We've never had a a more unqualified vice president in Kamala Harris. And third in line for the presidency would be Nancy Pelosi. And she's got her own cognitive issues. I don't even think she knows today's Friday like Joe. So what's the what do we see happening around the world when we're not projecting strength like Donald Trump projected strength when he defeated the caliphate, killed Soleimani, took out Baghdadi, took out the Al Qaeda leader in Yemen when he told the Taliban, I will bomb you into a lost age if you dare kill a single American. Nobody got killed the last 18 months that he was president. You know what? Strength works. They're all weak. Reagan was strong. Trump was strong. Biden is pathetically weak, frail, and a cognitive mess, and it's embarrassing, it's humiliating for this country, and it's dangerous for the world. Anyway, I hope you have a good weekend, my friend, on that happy note. Anyway, Hannity tonight at 9. Listen, how old does your mirror, when you look in the mirror, I don't really look in the mirror too much, I don't like what I see. Anyway, how, how old does your mirror say that you are? Now look, this is for men and women. You can delay this question for 5, 10, 15 years, Thanks to the new ultra retinol serum from Genucel, Marina writes from Fort Lauderdale, great product. My skin loves it. I've spent more money on creams over the years, enough to pay off my house. 
well, it's an exaggeration, but it feels like that. This product has changed my life like no other. Now, Marina is flying high with Genucel's brand new ultra retinol serum with, uh, as, as Linda says, the best proprietary ingredients. Georgia Chamonix does it again. Absolutely. I mean, we all talk about these new inventive ideas of how we can make ourselves look younger and better every single day for men and women. And Genucel.com has it. They've got hyaluronic acid in their products. They've got phytoretinols in their products. They work. They work fast. And you can get them. They're affordable and they're made in America. What could be better? Nothing. I'll tell you what could be better. Go to Genucel.com right now for up to 50% off their brand new ultra retinol serum. You're going to be amazed with the results. And as always, satisfaction guarantee or your money back. And by the way, you'll also get Genucel immediate effects for free. And that you'll see results in 12 hours or less with your order. We have a special website set up for you. It's genucel.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, genucel.com slash Sean. You'll also get free express shipping. You want to look your best? Well, think all things genucel.com and Chamonix. Broadcasting coast to coast, border to border, and all over America. This is the Sean Hannity Show. That's going to wrap things up for today, but let not your heart be troubled. Hannity tonight, usual time, 9 Eastern. Please set your DVR. Never miss an episode. Uh, loaded up. We have uh, General Jack Keene. We'll get the latest on the ground from Greg Palcott uh, in Ukraine. Uh, we have Kellyanne Conway and Reince Priebus, Greg Jarrett, Jason Chaffetz, Rand Paul. Uh, and if you didn't hear the story about Leah Thomas winning the NCAA Women's uh, swimming championship. A lot of controversy surrounding it. Caitlyn Jenner and Tammy Bruce. 9 Eastern tonight. Hannity Fox. See you then. Thank you for making this show possible. Have a great weekend.